Thank you for tuning in to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. We pray this podcast blesses you as Pastor Calvin King delivers a message from God. Blinded by emotions. Blinded by emotions. You know what? We most men think that it's women that have these emotional problems. The more I teach on this, the more God teaches me on this, I find out that men have emotions too. Uh-uh, ladies, you don't have to clap. Stop. All right, we're going to be dignified today, okay? All right, we're going to sit straight, we're going to look straight ahead, and we're not going to look at nobody else, but, you know, just focus on me because I'm going to use me as an example. I might throw Miss King out there too, you know? So uh, I want you to understand the truth. As men, we're getting a grip with our emotions. We have them. We don't want to acknowledge them, but guess what? They show up, Okay. And when they show up, sometimes they show out, okay? So nothing is worse than having a, a, a grown man acting like a little boy, okay? And sometimes we pout. Mm-hmm. Look straight ahead. I know, men, you don't want to admit it, but, yeah, you pout, you know? You want attention. You do all these things. It's because you're guided or you're blinded by your emotions. And what I want to do today is to help you to understand that. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 from the New Living Translation says this, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. The book says, above all else, guard your affections. Those affections translate to your feelings or your emotions. Above all else, guard your emotions, how you feel about things, how you feel about people, how you feel about life, how you feel about self. Because once your emotions get involved in it, they're going to dictate how you're going to live your life. Some of you right now, you don't want to sit beside somebody. You don't want to why? Because your emotions talking to you. It's not reality talking to you. It's your emotions talking to you. And emotions can't lie to you. And I'm going to show you that as we go forward. Some of you are living by lying emotions. Mm -hmm. They've been lying to you and you've been following along with it, believing the lie. Because that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. Who told you how you feel? Where did you get that from? Some of y'all be lying on the Lord. Mm-hmm. You get in your emotions and you just want to leave. You want to leave church. The Lord told me. Uh, your emotions told you. You got hurt. You got frustrated. Yeah, boy, you're getting quiet now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you get to heaven, you have to explain to God how he told you to do this out of your emotions. Admit it and quit it. Let's stop blaming God for everything and go back to, hey, you know what? I just feel like I want to leave. I just feel led to get out of here. It ain't God. It's my emotions. Let's stop lying on God. That way you can face him. It was my emotions. How many of you all ever been emotional? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all are emotional right now. Mm-hmm. Let's look at some things about emotions first before we go too deep into it. You, you can't fight, and me and we talked about this fight class coming up. Uh, you didn't get my last slide, did you? I said, I'm sorry, I changed stuff up in the last minute. I don't know if you got it, but, but let, me, let, me, let, me, let me go to this one right here. Let me just tell you first about, let it stay right there. I'll be fine. You let it stay right there. All right. You can't fight effectively with your emotions all over the place. 
Well, I remember when we were growing up, and I used to see guys fight or see people fight. And they already, they, they mad already. But then when they start crying, you, you don't know what you're hitting at. You're trying to hit something. Your emotions, so you can't even think straight. You can't even, you can't even keep yourself together. You just want to get them, and you don't know, you can't hit them hard. You just can't get to them, just, and you're just mad. I've seen big bullies hold little kids down. They bigger and bigger grade, and little kids trying to fight, and they just hold their head down. Little kids, you, you can't, your emotions. If he's big enough to hold your head back and you can't reach him, just stop for a minute. You're wasting energy. Your emotions tell you, let me at him, let me at him, but you can't reach him. Do y'all remember Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield? What happened to Mike? His emotions. His emotions got so, he's in a professional fight. This is professional. You got all these people watching you fight, and you bite this man's ear off. You got so emotional, so frustrated that you couldn't handle yourself, so you just got mad. You just bit it. What happened? Emotions. You see, they can be dangerous. They can be helpful, but they can be very dangerous if you can't handle your emotions. So not only can you not fight with these emotions getting all out of the way, and you see, I learned when I was in martial arts that you have to, you have to stay calm, and you have to keep your eye on your opponent. You can't get frustrated. You can't, most people get in a fight. Muhammad Ali used to do the worst. Come on, gorilla, we're in Manila. He used to do crazy stuff to try to get in your head, to make you mad, frustrated, because when you get in there and you're frustrated, you can't fight effectively. You can't think straight. Uh, some of y'all are fighting with your emotions right now, and you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. You're wondering why you can't have a decent conversation. You're wondering why you can't talk like best friends. Because your emotions are involved, and you're frustrated, and you're trying to get your point over, and you ain't listening to their point, so you, next thing you know, skillets start to fly through the house, and you know, glasses get broken, you know, and, and stuff, doors start to slamming and all this stuff. That, that, that's, that's not the way you communicate. That's a sign that your emotions are out of control. All right? Yeah, I know I'm going to get it today. Because it gets me. I found out, my wife, oh, she said, you're in your feelings. <laughs> you get into your, what, what do you say, your, your, your feminine side? I don't have a feminine side. <laughs> I ain't gay, I ain't that. Yes, but you got emotions. Now, leave me alone. See, that? there you go. There you go. Now, there I go where? Just stop. Don't touch me. Mm -mm, don't touch me. No, leave me alone. Don't touch me. And it's funny to her. <laughs> when she gets in her emotions, I can't say nothing. But when I get in mine, she want to rub all on me. She want to touch all on me, stick a finger in my ear. Will you leave me alone? I don't feel like this right now. Let me go. You know, I'm in my emotions. I'm in my feelings. And now y'all laughing at me, but y'all got feelings too. You might handle yours your own way. But, but you got feelings, too. You got emotions, too. And you get into your emotions, and you be you. You put that card out. Bam! That's my emotional card now. I can act like I want to act. Y'all leave me alone. Don't nobody say nothing to me. If I want some me time, let me have my me time. Don't disturb me. And when I want to go through the house, and, and, and everybody got to get silent when I come through the house because I'm like a tornado. I'm tearing up stuff. And you get in the way, I'm going to suck you up and throw you across the room. Why? Because I'm in my emotions. And I put my card out 
so you need to respect that car and stay out my way. Kids have learned, leave mama alone. She's going through right now. That's her time. Leave her go. Uh-huh. Nobody has to listen to your emotions. They don't have to. All right, we must learn how to guard these emotions. When you know you got them, learn how to guard them because somebody could rub you the wrong way, even in your own house. And when they touch that emotion and then you flare up over here, well, it's not their fault. It's your fault because you don't know how to guard it. You just say whatever comes to your mind at that point. No, I don't want to pray. I don't feel like praying. You go pray. Are you mad at God now? Your emotions got you so bent out of shape, you don't even want to hear from God. You want to be you. You put your card out there. Uh-huh. And here God watching you, and you can't see God nowhere. Why? Because you're blinded by those emotions. You can't see how you hurt nobody else because you're blinded by those emotions. That's why God said, above all else, guard them because they, they're going to dictate what goes on in your life. There's some people don't like you now because of your emotions. Some people can't deal with you now because the first time you dealt with them, you came to them on your emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People know you because of your emotions. Ooh, girl, she's, she's a mess. She, she, she needs some help. Ooh, she needs deliverance. Boy, ooh, he needs he need to be set free. He's in bondage. Mm-hmm. You've got to have some self-control. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit. You've got to have some self-control. You've got to. When you see yourself going there, say, self, hold on. Pull back. But the thing about it is when you're blinded by it, you don't want to hear self. You don't want to hear nobody. You don't want to hear nothing. You just want to be you. That's my card on the table. Look at the card. I'm emotional. I want to hear this from you right now. Mm-hmm. These emotions are nothing to play with. So you got to realize you got to have some self-control because it's you. Because when the devil sees you acting a fool by your emotion, going by your feelings, he jumps in on that, boy. And you can't see him. And you think it's really you. And the devil says, oh, I want to slap him. Where did that come from? That's where that come from. I looked at a picture when I was looking at some of these things. I got some clip arts and stuff. And there was one woman. She had a rolling pin. Y'all know what a rolling pin is? The thing that you need outdoor with? She was talking to her husband, but she had that rolling pin in her back. She was just waiting on him to say something wrong. Now, that was ugly. I said, whoa, I ought to bring that picture and show it to y'all. She's in all her emotions. And, boy, if he said the wrong thing, she's going to do him like dough. That's why we have to be careful when we're dealing with people with emotions. People come up missing. Faith on a milk carton because of emotions. Emotions can mess up stuff. They influence every, every, every area of your life. So you got to get together. You got to have some self-control. When you know you're getting there, you got to calm yourself down and say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now, you ain't going to want to do this. I don't be want to do it, but I try to do it. This week, she's been telling me all you in your emotions. you in your emotions. And I'm trying to calm down. I'm trying to smile at her, but I didn't feel like smiling. I want you to leave me alone. So sometimes when you find people in their emotions, you need to leave them alone. Get them some me time. 
Stop trying to make them be what you want them to be when you know they listen to their feelings. They listen to their emotions. They won't even listen to God. What makes you think they're going to listen to you? You got to pick your battles. My wife, when she get mad, she know I'm, I'm in my emotion, and she trying to talk to me, and I don't say nothing. I, well, she get mad then. I'm gonna, I ain't got time for that. No, go pray for me. Go tell God on me. Because he's the only somebody that can pull me together. Because God won't argue with me. Sometimes when I'm in my emotion, I go to somebody who's going to argue with me. I want to pick a fight then. I want to get this out. But God don't do it that way. He is so calm. He asks you a question. I already know you know the answer. And then when you start going over it in your head, you're like, the little air goes out your blow. And finally you're gonna calm your little self down. Because mm-hmm. you are an emotional wreck. Emotions can be triggered by half-truths. I tell my daughter all the time, you got to tell me the whole truth. Well, I did tell you the truth. No, you told me half-truth. A half-truth is a whole lie. <laughs> Don't tell me half-truth because then you make me get in my emotions. I've got them. And I'm going to admit to you all, I have emotions. And most men won't. We got them, but we don't describe them as emotions. You just made me mad. Well, that's an emotion. Okay? So when you do things that, that make me get in my emotion or give me the opportunity to get in my emotion, and you know that, you know that offends me, then you have to help me to avoid those issues. Well, Dad, if I had told you the truth, you would have been mad anyway. Well, just let me decide what I'm going to get mad about. Emotions. How many men in here have emotions? Oh, admit it. Stop being macho. I didn't say you were gay or nothing. I said you had emotions. All right? You have emotions. You have feelings that sometimes get out of whack. Mm-hmm. She burnt my toast. Now, there's been some other stuff that's been going on. It just wasn't the toast. The toast was the thing that gave you a right to let it go. Mm-hmm. You needed a reason to let it go. And guess what? I'm going to show you in the Bible. There was a woman who had some issues inside of her for a long time. And then when she saw them mocking her son, she went off. The thing happened a long time ago, but she needed something to get these years of oppression off of her. I'm going to show you that too today. We must be willing to what? Uh-huh. That's the price you pay for getting your, letting your emotions get out of the way. That's the price you pay for being blinded by your emotions. That's a heavy price to pay. And you don't know how heavy it is until you start paying it. You done got out of emotion. I, I done got mad at my wife. I said some things I know I shouldn't have said. Now I got to go back and say. Your emotion. You're still in your emotion. What? I am sorry. What? Okay, I'm sorry about what I did and what I said. I shouldn't have said it. I was wrong. And the more you start confessing it, the better you're going to feel and the lighter you're going to get. That's the price. Y'all all right? Y'all going to be good? These are called fruits for repentance, if you didn't know. 
Whenever you mess up, you need some fruits of repentance. You need to go back to that person and, 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 and start off. You might mumble it out at first, but get it out of you. I'm sorry. You heard what I said. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't do it no more. I'm sorry. Whatever way you get it out, you got to get it out. These are emotions, and they're going to carry you up and down the ladder. Okay? That's what they do. They take you on a ride. It could be a joy ride or it could be a frightening ride. Mm-hmm. Emo- uh, emotional roller coaster. And some of us have been letting our emotions go so straight so long that every day now you only, you, you just like this every day. And they just trying, your poor family just trying to catch you if you're on, on they don't want to catch you in the low valley. Well, when you're going up, they want to ride with you. They say, well, let's get off now because you're going to go down. <laughs> you you're predictable. They know you. And your emotions being out of check for so long that they now, they can predict when you're going to go wrong. That when you're going south, they know, okay, I'm heading north. Getting as far away from it as I can. I'm going to go in my room and lock my door. Guess what? He's going to get mad because I got my door shut. Why you got this door locked? I'm going to take it off the hinges. You make all those false promises because your emotions are out of control. So one of the ways you got to do it is repent. Now, y'all hear me, right? One way you're going to start realizing and get your emotions in control is when you start repenting. You done messed up, you done said something, you done done something, you got to repent. You have to repent. Repent, wipe the slate clean. All right, let's keep going. I hope you're getting this now. So many times we're blinded by emotions, and we expect everybody to understand us, to get along with us. Well, people don't have to stop and yield because you're a pedestrian. They can run your tail over. Everybody don't have to deal with you because you're having a bad day. Don't make me have a bad day because you can't control your emotions. Ain't it enough by you feeling miserable and depressed and mad that you want me to feel depressed, miserable, and mad with you? Now, we're going to be mad at each other. And we're going to want to fight each other. We're going to break up. We're going to leave each other. Why? Because you were in your emotions. No, people today, we're in a quick society, hurry up society. We don't have time to deal with your emotions. You pitching a fit, hey, I'm gone. I don't have time. I get in my car, I go home. I'm at the house, I go to another room. You come in that room, I'll leave the house. You can't make me be miserable because you're miserable. Time is too short. Everybody don't have to yield to your feelings. You can feel bad by yourself, and people nowadays will let you do that by yourself. You want to feel sorry for yourself? Here you go, some tissue. I'm gone. I ain't got time for that. Time is too short. couple of these pictures, you should see yourself in it. Have you ever been that frustrated that you're just about to pull your hair out? Mm-hmm. What about this brother here? He's been, he been in time out all his life. <laughs> they brought him up. When you mess up, you go to time out. Just sit there and think about it. And now he grew up. That's all he knows to do. Sit there and think about it. He got so much stuff going on in his mind, he don't know what to do with it. You just told me to sit there and think about what I did wrong. That's all I'm doing now. I'm thinking about life. And you're scared to touch it. 
because you don't know what he's thinking. Now, Jordan told me to put this one up there. Oh, he's doing some. I read it on somebody's Facebook. When a dude get ready to lie to you, he's going to start twisting his hair up. <laughs> he's thinking about a lie. So you know when he get ready to lie to you, he start doing this. Young folks have emotions too. You might think, you shouldn't have no emotion. You got a bed to sleep in. You got lights on. You don't pay for no food. You don't pay for no utility. You don't have to worry about how you're going to get there and get back. Why you got some emotions? You ain't got chance. I'll tell you what to feel. You can't do that. They have feelings too. And I'm, I'm the worst at it. My kids, oh, you feel what I tell you to feel. Uh-huh. Feel it in my heart. Feel what? You're going to feel this belt. You better get yourself together. Ain't got time for all that. Now, I know they're going to hold me accountable to this when they leave here today. But anyway, I'm just telling you. I understand that they have emotions too, and I got to give in a little bit because I got to let them understand that emotions are good, but they can be dangerous. You feel sorry for yourself so long, and then you got to snap out of it. How many of y'all ever had road rage? I got a sister that she is so easy going, and all y'all know her. Y'all just love her. She just, she just so happy. She just so lovely. How you doing? She hug everybody. She got that little mercy gift. But meet her on the street. <laughs> I dare you to pull over in front of her. The line could be long, and everybody trying to get up, and she might have been talking to one of the other sisters and find out there's a little breaking line. You turn your signal light on to get up. Uh-uh. You ain't getting over. Is this, a, is this the same person at church? Where did that person come from? Those emotions were down inside. Mm-hmm. Some of us pick our emotions up from our parents. You had two parents. One parent might have been easy going, but the other one. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can be easy going. But then whenever something hit that emotion, that damaged emotion, you're going to be like that other parent. I believe that's why some, some women outlive men, because women get their emotions out. Men try to hide theirs in. Now, it's not always. My, my, my mama was the opposite of my daddy. My daddy was quiet and laid back. We're going to argue with you about nothing. My mama, ooh, Jesus. My mama jumped on her, on her emotion ride all day long. Everything get emotional. She would take my daddy's stuff outside because she's mad at him, and then I have to bring it back in. Mm-hmm. She would let, she would just, boy, she just get so mad that she just, just couldn't control her emotions. And then she said them little, them little cuss words that really weren't cuss words to her, but she couldn't say them in church. <laughs> my poor daddy, he just looked. He wouldn't say nothing. He just looked. But watch this. My daddy's still living. How old is he? 88, 89, so 90 years old. My mama's gone home to be with the Lord. She was the one who was getting her emotions out. No, you wasn't getting them out. You was frustrated. You was upset. So the moral of that story is you got to learn how to 
chill out. Now, I'm talking to y'all, but I'm talking to myself. Mm-mm, be quiet. <laughs> she always, her amens are the loudest. Uh, be, just sit over there and be quiet. I know me, all right? I'm telling everybody how I am, so just leave me alone. I'm going to go to this side of the room. I don't need you. Amen. I'm in my emotions. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so easy to jump into these emotions. And when I start talking to y'all about it, y'all will see yourself. Some people jump into their emotions and they just. And they can be dangerous. Sometimes still waters run deep. You don't know what that person's thinking. You've been acting fool, and you've been doing this, you've been doing it, you know, they, and they get quiet on you. That's time for you to go pray. <laughs> you need to go seek the Lord. He might reveal to you what's getting ready to happen, because you just don't know. You can't play with people's emotions. You can't play with their feelings. Don't do that. You got some folks, they're just in a depressed mode. You heard they feeling, they just going to cry on you all the time. They just crying. Now, men, one thing a woman hurt, hate, and that's a man crying all the time. You always crying about this. You always, she wants you to have, she go mad at you. Now you frustrated her more because you crying. What you crying for? <laughs> Get on my nerve. Every time we talk, you crying. I'm just sensitive. You what? Sensitive. That was cute when we were dating. I'm married to you now. I don't need you to be sensitive. I need you to stand up and have a backbone. Sometimes I just want you to tell me no. Ooh, that went over your head. Because mm-hmm. she know if you can't never tell her no, you ain't going to be able to tell that other woman that come up to you and ask you to buy her something too. There was an eagle that was getting ready to mate this, this other eagle. So what she would do is get a stick, and she would go up and she will go up real high, and she will drop it. And that eagle will swoop down and get it. Next thing she know, she will get another, take it up high. She wants to see how your reaction time is. She's testing you because one day I'm going to have some eaglets. <laughs> Leave me alone, Jermaine. That's a new word. If y'all sitting here, y'all going to learn some new words, all right? All right? So, so once, you, once she realized that she was going to have some eaglets, all right, then, then she wanted somebody who was going to be tested and proven that if I'm flying my eagle in a way when I would let them learn how to fly, that I drop my wings and they start falling to the ground. I got to know that you got the ability to swoop down and catch them before they hit the ground. Sometimes your wives and your mates are just testing you to see how strong your character is. Yep, there's another one over your head. Mm-hmm. Well, I just don't want to say no to her. Well, she going to slap you upside your head until you do. She going to spend all your money until you tell her to stop. She going to burn your toast until you get tired. <laughs> she going to do something to get you to rise up and be the man that you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. Women want a strong man. Mm-hmm. 
You can't be crying all the time, laying your head on her chest, crying. What? Mm-mm. Well, she might pat you for a while, but she's, uh, your head on her shoulder, you crying, she probably got that, that look in her face like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Inside, she said, dude, come on. <laughs> Get yourself together. God, dog. You know, you can't do that too many times. She's just going to give a walk away and let your head, your head hit that couch. All right, women, you heard me talk about the men. What about you? Let me give you a scenario, ladies, and y'all answer this scenario for me. What if? This is, let's put that up there, a Macy's situation. I want you to think about this. You're out at Macy's to return a certain item, a specific item. You shouldn't have bought it in the first place. You and your husband got to argue over it. You know we're going to get in debt. Let's take it back. So you take it back, all right? Now you're taking it back. You made a commitment to the Lord to get out of debt, okay? You agree with your husband to really watch your spending. Now you go in there and take this stuff back. Because you shouldn't have gotten in the first place. But while returning the item, you discover that the store is having a big sale 50% off. The price was already marked down, but now they got a 50% off the already marked down price. And not only that, but they have 0% financing. I got it marked down. I got another 50% off. And now I can get it at 0% financing if I put it on my card. Hold on. <laughs> All right, I don't know what y'all saying, but <laughs> get your emotions in check. Don't be blinded by them. Okay, watch this. What do you do? You know this is a setup. The problem that we have with emotions is that we don't realize there's a devil out there who's planning and who's doing some strategic stuff to get us into our emotions. Yeah. This is a setup. You and your husband already agreed. That's why you were back carrying that junk back. And now you're in there, and all of a sudden, whoo, I'm going to save him some money. Really? <laughs> what emotion is that? Where are you getting that from? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have it all right. At this point, all the glitter, and that, look, that, that, that picture right there, the most women just look good. It just, it's just like, it's just inviting. And most men like to shop. That's, hey, that's it. You know, that's it. I got 50% off the already marked down price, and then I ain't got to pay no interest because I'm going to put it on this card. But what was your commitment? Why were you there? You can't go to take one item back and come back with 20. You took one thing back, but you came back with a whole bag of stuff? Oh, you bought, that's what y'all do. Well, I bought you something. Here's a pair of jeans and a shirt. So now here you are now. You justified it by getting me something when you know on the front end we said we weren't going to do it. You were going back to take it back because we weren't in agreement with it. But now you're going to make me a partaker, <laughs> Sephiriah, in your sin by buying me something. Some of y'all in here, I can see y'all, that's what y'all do. Uh-huh. You wrong. You are stuck in your emotions. And when you get stuck in your emotions, you're going to justify why you're there. 
You can't get delivered because you don't want to be free. You want what you want because your emotions told you it was good for you. Regardless of what he said or how he's going to feel, you're going to deal with that when you get home. He ain't going to be mad forever. But because you were deceitful, and now that little credit card that was at zero percent, you thought you were going to pay it off. Guess what? The time comes to pay it now. Now they hit you with all the interest that they should have had on the front end. Now you got a 28% credit card. Now how are you going to pay that off? Ooh, we need to pray. <laughs> really? Really. You should have prayed when you got, in there and got hit with that temptation. Remember, I told you every temptation, there's a way of escape. You should have looked for your way of escape. You should have just threw that bag down and ran out of the store. I return it. I get my money later. I'm out. <laughs> One thing about emotions, you cannot flee your emotions. You can't run away from them. You're going to have to learn to stand up to them and deal with them. Because when you ran, you got out of there and you're on your way to the house, those emotions are still talking to you. Girl, that was 50% off. The already marked down price. And 0%, he wouldn't even know it until the end of the year. You can talk to him about it at the end of the year when it's time to pay the credit card off. And you drive home, you think about it, and now you're trying to turn around and go back and see if it was really what you thought it was. That's a devil. Mm -hmm. The devil can get into any door that you open up. And he will hold you captive to those emotions. Some of y'all can't get a new man, even though the old man gone. Because you still got trapped or stuck with those old emotions, those old bitter feelings. Now, ain't no man good. I don't want no man. I don't need no man. But every time the door opens, you're looking at the other man. <laughs> Girl, I thought I saw a man. <laughs> really? You trapped in your emotions and don't want to admit it. And trust me. Most women know you're trapped, and they're looking at you how you look at their man. You telling them you don't want one, well, why are you looking at mine? I'm just going to tell you the truth. See, some of y'all think y'all can hide your emotions, but baby, you wear them on your sleeve. People can look at you and tell you you have an emotional problem. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all in here, y'all good and great. You done got your emotions in check, and you're really good all by yourself. You and Jesus, y'all good. That's great. That's a good thing if you are at that point. But if you're not at that point, stop lying about it and tell God, God, I really need some help with this. You have not because you act not. When you act, you act in the midst of consuming on your own lust. No, I want to fulfill your will for my life, God. You told me if I want to get some, I need to get married. And I still want to do it, so I need to get married. You need to send me a man. Or you need to send me a, a wife. Be honest with yourself and with your emotions. God wrapped you to be married and to burn with passion. Passion is an emotion. Flesh it may be, but it's still one. And you say you don't want a man? Fine. God, give me the gift. Pray for the gift. The gift of celibacy, meaning I am not, I don't want these feelings, I don't want these emotions, God. God, I, really give, I, I sacrifice them, I give them to you. 
I'm happy being me. Okay. And that's a good thing. Because every married couple in here will tell you at some point, <laughs> they be wanting a gift. Uh-huh. I, I'm tired of this marriage. I'm going to get out. I'm going to leave it alone. Uh-uh. You in it now. Married folks want to be single. Single folks want to be married. Why? Because we're emotional. One day we feel good. One day we feel like, I'm out. That was too heavy for you, too. All right. Mm-hmm. Don't let emotions ruin your marriage. Your commitment should be stronger than your emotions. Emotions will lie to you. They'll tell you you don't have to deal with this, that you can get out. Mm-hmm. You got to watch. You got to make sure that you can submit those emotions to God. Let God give you some guidance and direction. Because when you're not thinking straight, you're not thinking right. Amen, baby. Well, Pastor, I don't think I need these emotions. I'm going to pray to God that God give us. Why did God give us emotions anyway? Could you think about it, what you would be like if you didn't have any emotions? You'd be just like Dr. Spock. Every response in every situation Dr. Spock got in, it was purely logical. No emotions whatsoever. Everything was just logical. Never hurt, never cried, never did anything. I saw one episode that something happened. I don't know what planet he was on, but he was able to get in touch with his emotions. And he liked this little little black girl that was on there, and she hurt his heart, and he started crying. Mr. Spock crying? That was the thing about it. Everybody was talking about that. It was like we were watching a soap opera. Did y'all see Mr. Spock? He cried. We wasn't used to seeing him in his emotions. He wasn't used to it. He didn't know how to handle it. He cried. Y'all don't know Star Trek. Y'all, y'all, y'all never seen that. Y'all don't know. Mr. Spock was a man who only could, he didn't have no emotions. All right? He was from Cleon. From whatever that country, that, 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 what was it, Cleon? One of them, somebody know. But he was from a place that they never showed emotions. Can you imagine what you'd be like if you never showed any emotions? You would be a miserable person to be around. People trying to talk to you and you just, they crying and you just, they go in an amusement park and everybody happy and you just, They wouldn't stay around you long. No emotions whatsoever. I mean, can't you get, can you say, hey, man? Can't you lift your hand? Some of y'all act like that sometimes in, in worship service. No emotions whatsoever. You just there. Everybody, somebody next to you, they just all emotions. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. You like. <laughs> this is not logical. There's nothing around you. You're not on fire. Why are you jumping? It makes no sense to them. Okay, I'll leave that alone. But I just want to show you you. I just want to show, <laughs> to show you how we do things. All right. Here's the big question. Why do we have emotions? Simply because God created us in his image. You hear me? God has emotions, and they're revealed throughout the Scripture. 
The Bible says Jesus wept. You know, that's an emotion. He cried. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a prayer. He actually cried. Mm -hmm. He wept. He wept. He wept. He rejoiced in the spirit. Y'all didn't know he got happy, did he? The Bible says he rejoiced in the spirit. That's an emotion. Mm -hmm. Got to the point where he had headed to, to Calvary's cross, his soul was exceedingly troubled. He was depressed. <gasps> God? Got heavy? Got depressed? The Bible said he was touched with all of our infirmities, with all of our feelings. But yet he didn't sin. That's the separation. You can get in your emotion, but don't let your emotion lead you to sin. The Bible said it got so heavy until he fell on his face that he prayed. It got so heavy that he fell on his face and on his face said, God, look, you got to help me with this. If it would, would you let this thing pass from me? That's heavy. Mm -hmm. All these are signs of emotions. Since we were created in God's image, all of us have these emotions. I don't care if you're a young child, a baby or an old man or an old woman, you have emotions. Watch this. Men and women express emotion differently. They both have them. Watch this. Women are more aware of their emotions, but most men have been told not to let them show. Therefore, men form this bad habit of hiding their emotions, not handling them correctly, or just trying not to deal with them at all. Be a man. Well, stop that crying. Grow up. So we get out as, as a man, and, and we are like nothing phased us. And then there's something that comes along our way that's too big for us, and we go back to mama, and we break down. Because we figure mama's the only somebody's going to love us enough. They're going to still cover our emotions. Yeah, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because men and women express emotions differently, let me show you this next clip. Women who become frustrated with their feelings, she'll talk about it. She'll get them out while men want to keep silent inside. Don't want to talk. She wants to talk. He like, leave me alone. I don't want to talk about it. Why? Because that's how we are wired. And if you're married and you don't understand this, you're going to always be frustrated with different types of emotion. Men, you're, you're designed to listen. When you come home after a hard day at work, you just want to get back, you want to get that remote, and you want to listen. You want to see what the game's going on, what was happening. If you just flip it through it, you just, you just want to be quiet. That's the way you was wired. A woman at the end of the day, out of all her frustration, soon you get to the door. Did you know what happened to me today? You just, and you're like, hold on, I don't want to hear that. Yes, you do, because you were wired to hear it. You were wired to listen. But you won't listen to the TV and what's going on on the television 
But your wife been going through something all day, and she has no way to express herself. She had to call somebody on the phone. Then you mad because she's on the phone all day. Well, you were wired to listen to her. She was wired to tell you. You call it complaining. Every day I come home, you nagging. You talking about this. Well, that's her way of unwinding. It is your way of listening. It's how you are wired. But what the devil will do is get into your emotions and tell you, man, you need some quiet time. Well, yeah, you need some quiet time. But you need some time to just shut up and listen. Stop trying to answer and find the solution to what she's telling you because your job is just to listen. Not to stop. Stop clapping, women. Not to solve the problem, but just do what you were wired to do. Just listen. And you can't listen to me look like that, like I'm bothering you. You got to put what you got down, and you got to give us some undivided attention. Oh, oh, yeah. Because what she's looking for is a best friend right now, somebody she can talk to. My wife being there cooking, I get home, and I don't be wanting to stay in there. <laughs> I'm going to watch TV. And I sit at the table, and I'm just listening to her. And, she's like, and sometimes I'd be off in the left field, and I have to catch myself. <laughs> Pretend like I'm listening. My wife gave me a revelation a long time ago when we were married. She used to wear those glasses. And she was trying to explain herself to me, and I was listening. I just fell off straight. She wants somebody to hear what she was going through. I had been working all day. I didn't want to hear what you were going through. Both of us were being selfish. Mm-hmm. But the devil wasn't going to tell you that. He's going to tell you, oh, he don't want to listen to nothing you got to say. And he's going to tell me, look, you tired. Get you some rest. Then let her talk. And then emotions are all rising. And before you know it, you're at each other's throat because you had no self-control. Mm-hmm. I know I can teach a lot on that, but anyway, let me keep going. I got to get you out of here. Whew. Watch this. Your emotion will not just leave you alone. Have you ever talked about, just leave me alone. If they leave you alone, you're still stuck with your emotions. Now when the kids come in, guess what? You're going to tell them the same thing? Leave me alone. You want everybody to leave you alone? Well, stop hollering at everybody and stop going through the house slamming the doors and stop doing all the stuff that you're doing to get attention. Now, some of you want attention. You want to give your emotions a chance to be flared all up. But you don't realize you're blinded by what's really going on in the house. You tend up the whole house because you say you want to be alone. Well, why would you come to the house? Go out there and sit in the car. Go sit on the shade tree. Go take a walk. Walk the dog. He ain't going to talk back. <laughs> Find your way out. Stop being stuck in that situation. 
All right. Keep going. Let me get to the next one. I know I won't be able to finish this one. But. How many of you really want a good relationship with people around you, with your wife, with your spouse? All right. All right, good. This is one way you can work on this relationship, okay? If you can get your emotions in check, you can have the best relationship. And these are what I definitely want married people to do. All right. These are goals for controlling your emotions. First of all, I realize that my wife, sometimes I get jealous of her friend. I don't be jealous because that's an emotion. So, I don't, I, you know, she say, well, we going to, how, we going to, what's that, y'all laugh a little How come I couldn't go laugh a Because I didn't want to go. But I didn't want her to know I didn't want to go. What was that? An emotion. She going out and enjoying herself. So I don't want her to enjoy herself without me. Where did that come from? That little boy? Uh-huh. That little boy rise up in you in a minute, and you want to, you want to be, I want to make you smile, too. No, come on. The way you be best friend can't be the same way her friends be best friends. You understand? Your wife needs you as a best friend, but she can also have another best friend. Now, I don't believe in women all, you know, I'm old school now. I don't believe women all have boys as, 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 as best friends. All right. If he going to pick out shoes with you, something wrong. <laughs> you need to check into that. All right. I'm just saying. All right. Hey, I'm just saying. Don't force me to be jealous. Don't provoke me to be jealous. How are you going to tell me if Miss King comes and say, oh, me and my best friend, we're going, we going to laugh a little. I ain't laughing. <laughs> you going out with some dude talking about y'all going out to laugh together? What's wrong with him? Mm-hmm. Now, I know some of y'all got it like that. Y'all got it going on. I don't mean to get in your house, but I'm just telling you. I'm old school. That's the way I am. You be you. All right? But, man, if you hold it on the inside and you're scared to tell her about it, you need to open up and talk to her before that emotion get out of the way. And then she come home and they laugh, and then you got to start beating this brother down. He don't know what's happening. <laughs> At some point, what's in you going to come out of you. And you can only hide it for so long. And that devil going to keep ministering to you on it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's her best friend, all right. Mm-hmm. What they doing together? Oh, she come on. Oh, he told me these shoes were cute. And he like, yeah, they, they all right. And all the time he looking like that dude with that, that hood on. Uh-huh. You got to be honest with your emotions. You got to talk about it, all right? So you need to be her best friend. You need to be able to play like children. Sometimes me and my wife, she gets on my nerves. I'll be like, I don't want to play right now. Sticking her finger out of my ear and all that kind of stuff. They leave my stuff. Why? Why? You know I'm self-conscious about these ears anyway. Why are you sticking your finger in them? Leave me alone. She, she just do stuff. I mean, that's the way she's playing with me. Don't play like that. Let's get a basketball. Let's go outside on the basketball court. Don't play with me. Don't do like shit. Uh-uh. But she wants somebody that she can play with. All right? Play like children. But then you got to be able to argue like husband and wife. Reasonable people. We argue. Then we make up. That's the fun part. I'm going to leave that one alone. All right? Leave that alone, I said. All right. 
Then she want to be protected. She want to protect like brothers and sisters. She want to know, you know what? When I use my family a lot, because I talk about yours, you get mad. My, I had two sisters that, that were real close. They're close together now. You know, you thought Bonnie and Clyde was something. These two girls were something else. And my mama didn't help none. My mama was something else. They was into it one time. They, they went to school. And my mama, they called up, the person called my mama to school to talk about this one, this one. I won't call her name, but her name, we call it a, 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 a nickname, Chick. And uh, <laughs> so the other one was a quiet one, but still walked run deep. If Chick started, the other one's going to finish it. So what happened was my mom was called to the school to talk to the principal about the attitude of these two girls that got in a fight or something like that. And the, the principal made a big mistake by calling the rival person into the office. And the rival girl didn't have no respect. And she got in there and said something about my mom. Well, Chick rose up. I don't know where Chick came from. Because all while she was sitting there, she was somebody else. But when she said something about my mom, Chick rose up. And they went at it. And then the other one jumped in, and the girl tried to run out the door, and my mama closed the door. <laughs> we grew up a man. I'm telling y'all, talking about dysfunctional. Ha! <laughs> Woo! We thought we was functional. We thought we were good. We didn't know no better. And my mama didn't teach us no better. My mama taught us, if somebody jump on you, you better get them too. We family. You better not come to the house and tell me that your brother got whooped and you didn't jump in. My mama girl. <laughs> no, you blood. Better pick up something and lay him out for dead. I'm sorry. We don't believe those things anymore. We don't teach those to our children anymore. We have been delivered, okay? <laughs> Lay them out for dead. <laughs> Woo! Can you imagine telling your kid that? Man, that was abuse in its highest form. Lay them out for dead? My dear! <laughs> she meant every word of it. My mama, I told you, was emotional. So for me to sit here and say I don't have emotion, I'm lying to myself. I can try to pull from my daddy's side, but it is such a struggle to sit there and be quiet, and you all up on me. It's so easy to be like Frank Chikane. You better bag up. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to pull from the weaker side from the fleshly side. It takes a lot to manage the other side. Both of your parents weren't crazy. I'm sorry. Let me use a better word. <laughs> Both of your parents weren't emotional. Obviously, do a track. And God did that way for a reason. This person here, you might be married to somebody who's quiet and want to get along. You try to be quiet, but he know you. Or she knows you. When you're out at church, I don't know you. Because I don't go home with the real you. And here, all of y'all, just lovely people. No emotions whatsoever. It's hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. But the moment you hit Davidson Road, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, you go back to being you. Why? 
because you haven't learned how to control those emotions. Me and my wife used to go to church, mad at each other. On the way there, we, you know, I'm silent. I don't want to say nothing because I don't want to get out. I'm trying to get myself together. And she's over there. She, she's being quiet, and, and she ain't saying nothing. So cool. We get to church. Hey, come on out of the car. How you doing? Hey, y'all, God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Hallelujah. My wife looking upside my head. Yeah, really? <laughs> I'm mad at her because she can't fake it like I'm faking it. Come on now, snap out of this. We in church. <laughs> Play the game. Act alone. When we get back in the car, you can go back to being you. Why is that? Because men, we have been trained a bad way on how to handle our emotions. When we're in front of folks, don't let that bad show. But when you get home, you can go back to being you again. No, I ain't like what you said. I ain't like what you did. But you were at church. Hallelujah. Oh, blessed be his name. You can't get back in the car before Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde shows up. On your way, as soon as you get out, as soon as you get in the pocket, you get in the car back with her, you look at her and you done changed already. You done turned green again. And you don't know you're a mess. Look in the mirror. You change color. You're glowing. And it's not the anointing. You just left that. Get control of yourself. You're blinded by it. Do you think God's more happy when you come into the church and pretend than when you ride home with your mates? No, and here's when you cry out and you let it go. When you get back in that car, you better have some sense and talk about what you just experienced. There ought to be some fruits of repentance. Bow your head. I want to hit you with this one. Let me just go through it. Can, I just, can, can you give me five minutes? Can I give you five minutes? Watch this. Genesis chapter 28, verse, uh, chapter uh, 21, verse 8. This sister here has some problems. And it went way back. Sarah, y'all ever heard of her? She was barren. She wanted a child. Matter of fact, God promised her a child, but didn't have one. So her bright idea came up with Abraham, go get my handmaid. Y'all get together, and y'all have a kid, and I'm going to be okay with that. Ha! Really? What woman going to Okay, raise your hand. Which one of y'all going to be okay with that? Your husband going to have a baby by somebody else because you can't have one, and you're going to be okay with that. Uh, come on, ladies. Can't none of y'all be like Sarah? Come on now. I mean, she's trying to help God out. Come on. You don't want to help God out? Now, can you imagine what she was going through when she went on and did this? And what's she thinking about now? Now all of a sudden, God said, all right, I'm going to give you your child. What? We got one. No, that ain't the one. I'm gonna, you're going to be pregnant. Oh, I'm too old. <laughs> so you're laughing about it now, right? All right? I'm going to turn your laughter into joy. Watch this. Bam. She's pregnant, had this baby, and now here we go. When Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham, not hers, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant Hagar, 
making fun of her. Who? Her son. I got a boy now. I got a baby now. Ain't got to deal with your mess no more. She saw him making fun of Isaac. So she turned to Abraham and asked him politely. Now all that hurt from all those years that she's been sitting on is now exposed when I saw you making fun of my baby. You know what? You got to go. I don't care where you go, but you got to get out of here. Ain't nothing out there but desert. Well, pick your side of the desert because you ain't staying here. So she demanded, Abraham, get this person out. <laughs> I almost said what the old folks used to say, heifer, but I didn't say heifer. All right? <laughs> get rid of this slave woman. <laughs> All right? And her son. Both of them got to go. Both of them got to go. You going to make fun of my son? Get the step. Watch this. He's not going to share the inheritance with my son Isaac. I won't have it. That's frustration. That's emotion. That's hurt. That's bitterness. You name it, baby. It's all there. And it's been there for a while. And now when I saw you do this, it caused all those emotions to come up. I know it have been some of y'all. Y'all would have whooped her right there. Oh, right there on the spot. Oh, you did what? You said what? You making fun of my baby? Uh-uh, come on now. You know, you took your earrings out. You did everything. But Abraham, this upset Abraham. So how do you think Sarah was feeling now? Oh, you going to get mad because I told you to put them out? Well, wait a minute, baby. You, you told me to get with her. Remember when you told me to get with her and we're going to have this baby together? Remember that? <laughs> You, 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 you told me to do it. How many men in here? No, I ain't going to ask you that. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Forget that one. Let me read on. All right. <laughs> Woo. I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> Woo. Look straight ahead. Anyway. All right. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. You want me to put my son out because you got some emotions? You got into your feelings now? What was your feeling when you told me to do it? I did what you told me to do. Now you're going to act all ugly with me. Now he's getting his emotion. It's your fault you told me to do it. Now this is my boy too, and you want me to put him out out there in the desert? Come on, baby. Uh-huh, yeah, really. But God told Abraham, do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you. Oh, don't. God, she's an emotional wreck. She told me to get in this situation. Now she tell me to put me out. Now you tell me to listen to her. So, man, sometimes you can listen to your wife. She ain't wrong all the time. Get out of your emotions and listen to what she's saying. It might make some sense. It might save your marriage. I don't want to save it. Oh, okay. You and your emotions. You need to be in the will of God. Your emotion will kick you out of the will of God. See, you don't realize what's going on here, but Ishmael was of the flesh. Isaac 
was of the promise. You can't have both. You can't let your flesh think that it's going to share with your promise. And that's deep. Mm -hmm. Both of them can't live together. Two kings can't occupy the same palace. Your flesh can't rule while your promise is trying to make a way. One of them going to have to get out of there. Anyway, that was too deep. I took you too far. Don't get upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. I'm going to stick with how I'm going to bless you, but you have to deal with this flesh, these emotional, these damaged emotions. You have to deal with those. Some of y'all in here right now, you're setting yourself up for a blessing, but you're holding on to your flesh. Thank you for listening to Repairs of the Breach Ministries podcast. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, please visit us at rotbchurch.com. If you would like to be a blessing to us, please visit the website and select the donations link. Again, thank you for listening and have a blessed day.